Hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of the Crown Yourself podcast. As always, shower yourself in a hot dose of gratitude because we are taking a very practical lesson today. We are taking concepts from the spiritual and mental and emotional planes and bringing them right into where everything manifests, which is 3D physical reality. And there is no more practical a concept, quite frankly, that can be embodied as easily as this one. Because this is one that was one of my breakthroughs back when I recorded this. I think I received this breakthrough when I was running, doing my marathon training, because I really was kind of weak, honestly, with my marathon training. I'd run a lot, but I wasn't really in full on embodied training mode until I had to make a decision as to like whether I was really going to go for it or not. And I recognized my own fears. I recognized my um, the things that were holding me back. But there was this basic concept that once you realize that, what what do you do with that? And you you put in the work. And so I hope this concept really gives you a practical, tangible, actionable step. And I, I really hope this episode brings you a practical, tangible, actionable step that you can question your desires, your wants, your goals that you have for yourself and look at where do you just need to get in your reps and see. Let yourself sit with that uncomfortable question and allow yourself in this episode to explore what reps do you need to start putting in so that you achieve your goal sooner or by your deadline. So with that, let's dive into the episode. So excited to pull this last one out of the archives. Let's go. Welcome to the Crown Yourself Podcast, where together we build your empire and transform your subconscious stories about what's possible for your business, body, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm a master mindset coach, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, known to my clients as a game changer. Each week, you get the conscious leadership strategies you need to help you reign with courage, clarity, and confidence so that you too can make the income and impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your royal invitation to step into your full potential and reign in your divine purpose. Your sovereignty starts here and your reign is now. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so honored to be here with you today as we dive into getting in your reps, getting in your steps. As always, first and foremost, so let's set this this podcast off with a dose of gratitude. Like really thank yourself for choosing content that uplifts, that inspires, that challenges, that champions you to grow. Because not everybody does. You really, quite frankly, could be listening to a true crime podcast instead and filling your brain with murder. But instead, you're choosing to fill your unconscious mind with things that are positive, the things that will move you forward instead of trying to solve some murder case. Because I and don't get me wrong, like I am a big fan of thriller, psychological thriller, espionage, like some could say murder books um, in 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 small quantities like 
I love a good fiction. And I'm also aware of like what fiction am I choosing that's allowing me to grow and expand and become more conscious, more aware. Um, so thank yourself. Roundabout way, big roundabout way for saying thank yourself for choosing this content and this podcast. That being said, this episode today was inspired by my first six mile run. First six mile run in probably, I would say, two years. Like since giving birth to Colton, since, you know, being pregnant with Colton. And that was intense and emotional. And I think the piece that was so emotional was that I have really been fighting these beliefs of like, it's hard, my body's not going to be ready for the marathon. Because as as many of you know, I'm training for the Disney World Marathon. And I currently have, as of the day, today's date of recording, I have a little over three months to train. And prior to that, I had, you know, all the excuses that you could think of as to why I shouldn't go through with following and completing this goal. Um, I had a issue called runner's butt uh, that was like where your hamstring gets a little over over exhausted and uh, spasms and some some ligamental issues and some pelvic and some back pain and all of that. And all of which I know are signs and symptoms of things either recovering or healing or emotional things that I'm, I'm more processing, um, especially after reading the book Healing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno, um, The Divided Mind by Dr. John Sarno, uh, When the Body Says No by Dr. Gabor Mate. These are all like fabulous books and resources that really connect that mind-body connection of your emotional and mental body to your actual physical body and what you're experiencing. So I'm fully aware that these people are also at play, that it is physical, but it's also not just physical. And I have just slowly started practicing. So practicing going for the runs, practicing as well doing my Pilates every morning when I wake up like that. I knew my body, like I always will listen to my body after beating it up for so many years. Like now my body and I have like a really close knit relationship where when my body says like you need to do something like I lean in and, and do it like recently my body was saying like mm, not so much on drinking wine girl and I'm like okay all right and I feel amazing I feel absolutely amazing thank you body because I listen to the body because your body is run by your unconscious mind like think about it you are not thinking how to breathe your lungs consciously you're just breathing. You're not thinking about circulating your blood through your system. You're not thinking about your little, you know, lymphatic system and your immune system battling off every single virus that you're coming into contact with that you may not even know that you've come into contact with because your unconscious mind has already fought that off. Like your immune system's already beat it down. Like you didn't even have to become consciously aware with symptomology yet. So the the power is in recognizing that. Now obviously I'm not dispensing health or medical advice. I'm just giving you my own perspective and perspectives of doctors that I have read that are not just like woo-woo naturopaths. Like I love woo-woo naturopaths. Like I'm all about the naturopaths. But for those of you who like allopathic medicine and like Western medicine, these are Western medicine allopathic 
capital D-R-P-H-D, doctors that have made these fantastical scientific connections, connecting the mind, the body, and the emotions. In fact, there's a great new method of medicine called literally the new, new medical paradigm, new pain paradigm. It's come out of Germany, and they've literally studied the the brain scans of of every known disease issue from sinus issues to like swelling in your legs um to the brain like they've you i've literally seen it on mris that it looks like there's this like significant emotional event that creates a little like tree trunk in the brain it looks like a tree trunk like when you cut a tree open you see how it has all the rings and it, it's there and so it's really interesting to see that now they're seeing the mind body brain connection in so many ways and it's it's so fascinating that being said knowing all this knowing all that i know and all that i'm learning still about the body and the mind and the mind body connection and still having my doubts about like whether it's possible for my body to be back doing the thing like running marathons again i think it's probably because like this is where experience comes into being our worst teacher because i think experience is a it's our best teacher but it can also be our worst teacher when you did something and you failed and then you're like oh well that doesn't work well, for example, I ran a marathon, a full marathon in 2018. It was the last marathon that my dad got to see me run. And it was brutal. It was a Boston qualifier. So everybody else there, I would say like 99% of the other people there were, you know, Speedy McSpeedersons. Like, and here I am running my 12 minute mile, like going nice and slow and steady as a tortoise. And with my chihuahua legs, like I used to run a faster, uh, t- a 10 minute mile, but after having kids, my mileage got a little slower and I haven't worked up to the point of running a 10 minute mile again. But I chose to do this marathon and I didn't properly prepare my body. Like, I'll be really honest, I did not train as hard or as well as I could have. And I did it and it was brutal. Like it was so brutal that I finished in like six hours and 30 minutes and the marathon committee had was starting to strip the stage, the banner, the finish line from the end. It was my dad and my husband literally holding up the finish sign so that I could cross the finish line. That meant everything to me. My dad always supported me at marathons. And it's funny because I, I had the marathon. I did the marathon and I thought, you know, this is going to be a, a role model inspiration for Decky. And Decky was like one. So like he didn't know what was going on. He just knew that mom was gone. But I had like this whole thing of like him seeing me and running across the finish line. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that was me having to come to terms with my own like grip on 
what a one-year-old might be capable of. I'm, I'm, I will never limit his possibility, but like some things like neurologically, he did, he, he will understand now that he's five because he now is asking me, mama, you ran five miles? Mama, you were gone so long. What were you doing? And I say, I was running. And so now he's like, whoa, that was running for a long time. So now he's starting to get it. He doesn't fully get it because I don't think you fully get it until you do it. But He's seeing me train now, and it's within his cognitive capacity as a five-year-old to be able to do that. So back to the experience, though, because that experience was so grueling running that marathon, there definitely was like a few hours of imprinting, literal imprinting into my physical structure of the challenge of running a marathon, Whereas prior to that, I've always run marathons like with right like a decent amount of ease. Like I think my I was doing like four and a half hour, five hour marathons with, you know, some some struggles or challenges, but not really like really challenged, not like really, really, really struggling like I was at, the, at that one. And so there were some beliefs that it definitely created that I allowed to be created around my training. And that's why like I saw and felt this um, when I felt the the symptomology of like runner's butt and ligamental issues and like my digestive stuff feeling funky and pelvic stuff feeling funky. When I started training after I signed up, like I was doing very, very, very light training. I wasn't really going all in. And I was like, oh, crap. And then that training, of course, because then it the, it, it created this vicious cycle of, of, oh, this is hard and oh, this is hurting and oh, this is this. And it wasn't until I actually made the decision. And I'll be honest, it was only about three weeks ago. Like I made the decision to run the marathon, but then making the decision to do the training, very different story. It's like you can make the decision to get married, but unless you're doing the planning of like when a wedding is going to be, then that's when the shit really gets real. In my training of just once I made the commitment, once I made the commitment There's all these micro commitments and micro decisions that lead to the macro overall goal of what it is that you've already decided is happening. But in order for that decision to actually live and be in your timeline, in your future timeline, it's the commitment to those micro decisions and micro inconveniences that actually grows you into the person who is doing the thing, who's able to do the thing. So the training, the commitment to the training, and that's a daily commitment because I'm, I'm not going to lie. Every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, it'd be so much easier to just like rest or meditate instead of doing Pilates first thing. It, that that happens. And yet it's a micro commitment, the micro decision to the bigger vision the bigger thing of what I am creating that I know that that piece is key to me leaning into completing being able to be the person it is literally physically physiologically shaping me into being the person who has the body that can sustain 26.2 miles the same is true though for any 
anything, whether it's your relationships or your business or your career. Like it is the micro decisions that you are making on a daily basis that either lean you toward becoming who you are born to be, but becoming who that goal is and who that goal will require you to be, quite frankly. Like who if you want to achieve any goal, it's going to require that you be someone different, especially if it's a big goal, than who you are now. And so maybe that big goal, like let's take for example growing your business to multiple six figures or having a multiple six figure side hustle, right? So that goal, should you want to achieve it, that's going to require a new level of you being more disciplined, of you being more responsible with your time, of you being more committed to what it is that you're creating and why, why you're creating it. Like what's the, what's the purpose? What's the point? And leaning into those daily commitments. Well, let's say, for example, you wanted to start a side business, a side hustle, and grow it into, you know, a nice six-figure side hustle. Well, that would require you carving out and sacrificing the time to do the work, to do the marketing, to do the sales, to create your offers, to um, put yourself out there on social media, to get on podcasts, like all of these things are the pieces of the training that prepare you to be the person who is able to handle having either a business that you already have or your own career and a side business of a multi six figure side business. And same with a relationship. Like if you want to have a thriving, healthy, amazing marriage, then it's the being of the deciding to show up on the daily for those uncomfortable conversations where you speak up about how you need to feel seen and heard or the conversations that your partner comes to you with of like his or hers needs of how they need to be seen, heard or validated and and being able to show up and have those courageous conversations. That is a huge piece of it. But that is a daily commitment. It's a daily decision. And So it's the commitment to the training where most people fall off from actually achieving the decision that they said that they originally decided, right? Like most people have the goal. They say that it's a goal. They say, yes, I've I've decided this. But they aren't willing to put in the reps of what it's going to take to expand, to grow, And to give you an example, like, and initially those reps are going to feel hard, like just on a physiological level. Like when I first started running, I did maybe a mile or two, and then my back would start hurting and my knee would start acting up and my leg would start hurting. And then I'd start, you know, reassessing my choices of like, what is, what am I doing this for? And then I'd reconnect, reintegrate assess, do what needed to be done, whether it was going to a chiropractor or going to a chiropractic appointment or getting a massage or just giving myself a day of rest or actually looking at like, are my muscles physiologically able to rest because of the amount of sleep that I am having? And that was a big revelation where I was like, I'm not giving my body enough sleep in order to recover and repair. So that was where I started making sleep more of a priority And that in and itself is a piece of the training. It's the training pieces and it's in the training of 
going for whatever goal it is, whether it's, you know, a certain amount of money in your business or running a marathon, it's in the training that most people actually give up and then delude themselves that they're, you know, still going to achieve the goal. Like you might, you know, forego the training and show up on marathon day and rally and crawl across the finish line. I know I did. Like for my last marathon, I did not train as hard. I did not train as diligently. I did not train with as much commitment to the other pieces of my training. So it's not just running. It's my sleep. It's doing Pilates to make sure my body is in alignment. So make sure I'm physiologically in alignment. Like I'm fully realigning my body after nine months of being pregnant and then after giving birth and now carrying a baby around. And so all of those pieces played an impact on my body. And so now I'm retraining my body to be in the correct positions, essentially, so that it's so that things don't hurt. And that is the piece of the training. The same is true, though, for business. If you are going for an income goal in business, the training is you going out there, you putting your you putting your offers out there, you testing to see what works, you put you making those sales calls, you failing. I had one client who I was she just joined our Communication Queens agency and I was so excited to hear that she lost $36,000 from failed sales calls. Like she failed eight sales calls. She had eight lined up, failed them, which equals to $36,000 of loss. And she was like, Kim, in corporate, I would be fired for that. But she goes, because I'm running my my own business, it is fail forward fast, as fast as possible. And she's like, I'm going for it. And I'm so excited to be supporting her and getting booked on more podcasts with our Communication Queens agency, because that mentality is so essential. Like, fail forward fast. Like, I could definitely say that my first few runs were fails because they were painful. They hurt. They were uncomfortable. But I learned. I learned. I was like, oh, my body needs more Pilates. My body needs more stretching. My body needs more rest. And as I started to give my body more training in the right way, the Pilates, the rest, the stretching, my body started to respond. And so then now, three only three weeks later, I ran six miles and Six miles, it wasn't until four and a half that I started to feel like a little bit of tightness and uncomfortableness in my body. But the first four and a half miles felt easy. It felt light and breezy. And I was like, I felt like I was back. And I was like, oh, if I do six miles, I know I'll be able to finish 12 because that's always been my motto. If I get halfway, I know I'm going to make it all the way. So if I get halfway, I got halfway to 12, which is almost a half marathon. And so once I get to 12, 13, then I will have run a full marathon. Like I'll know in my body. But the fact that I could do that in just three weeks of just the diligence of putting in my reps, putting in the steps to allow my body to expand and trusting in the timing that's a huge piece. So not only putting in the reps, but trusting in the timing. Like if you have a big, hairy, audacious goal that you want to go for, I know, and I will be fully transparent and honest, I have written down that I have had a million dollar business for years, years, literally. I remember in 2017, I was um, I had just given birth to Declan and I was in this coaching group uh, for business coaching that was helping me set up my coaching business. 
And it was all about, you know, what's your big, hairy, audacious goals? And we would jump around and say our affirmations. And I would beat myself up because I wasn't achieving these big, hairy, audacious goals. I had big goals of having 100K months and and um, whatnot back then. And then I would beat myself up and because I wouldn't achieve it. And then, honestly, I look at those goals of, of what I wanted back then, and I still want i mean i'm currently in competition with one of my clients for uh for uh, some goals but the the beliefs that i had back then i needed to do a lot more personal development reps than just putting in the reps i needed to have a lot more diligence and discipline than i had back then like now multi-million dollar a year yeah you betcha it's coming like just you wait. I will be tooting my horn and we will have a, certainly have a party. And it's not about that. It's about who I am becoming and what that will require me to be, who that will require me to be in order to have that, in order to be the person who can sustain that. And every rep you're putting in on every day, let that be a reminder that that is your training ground. I once heard it on um, Tom Bilyeu's podcast where I forget who he was talking to, but it was a fantastic interview on impact theory. And the the key piece was he said, if if only entrepreneurs trained like athletes, because athletes know the value of the training. A lot of entrepreneurs want that overnight success. They want the immediate freedom. They want the million-dollar business within the first year that they've created it. And sometimes, quite frankly, a lot more personal development and internal development needs to happen before that's, that's that comes. Um, like, I look back and I'm like, if I had been blessed with a million-dollar business back in 2017, I had so much unresolved trauma that I didn't know how to process I, I already know I, w- I would have been not diligent with my expenses. It, it just I, I would I was not in the place personally, like mentally, emotionally to be able to handle that, that level of responsibility, because your level of responsibility will always be in direct parallel to what your environment is. So if you want your environment or your results to expand, you also must expand your level of personal responsibility. And back then I had so much fear around this particular responsibility of having a business and, and supporting this new little life that was mine, that uh, that was Declan. And I had so much fear around that, that I didn't quite know how to process. Like it was, I was, I was actually processing a lot of trauma back then and I didn't realize it. And now I look back and now I see how far I've grown and how much I've grown and how how now I look at certain goals and I'm like, yeah, that's that's no big deal. Like, that's no big deal. I know I'm going to be able to do that because I've done the work to get to the place of discipline, responsibility, systems, delegation that allows me to to be able to look and think through the eyes of a CEO instead of this who I was being back in 2017 and and the same was true when I ran that marathon in 2018 I did not train my body to become a marathon runner I had was leading with pride and ego 
And quite frankly, those were my goals back back in 2017. It was pride and ego. It was I needed to have a, a million dollar business to prove that I was worthy, to prove that I was I could do it, to prove to myself, to like all of my motivations were away from to to not be, you know, in debt, to not be um, to save for my family and like I had this fear of something happening to Declan like this desperate fear that actually was a huge belief that made me not want to make money like it was super in the way for a while so looking at all the levels of the reps that you're going to put in because you're going to put in reps the personal the emotional the mental the physical and the only way that transformation takes place, like I said in, in past podcasts, is in the physical realm of actually putting your feet to the pavement and doing the reps of the run. Like I knew that I had to do that. It was my training for a marathon was not going to happen on an elliptical. Wrong training. And same, the same is true that I see so often in business is people think, oh, my training for business is going to happen in this certification course or by me just doing more networking. And I'm like, your training for business is going to happen sales call after sales call after sales call after sales call and seeing the actual direct reflection of your offers in the eyes of the consumer and what they value, what they don't, what they want, what they what they need, and being able to adjust and pivot accordingly. So that's where the real training comes down. The, the training for business comes in when you're looking for investors or and putting yourself to putting your pitch deck together and reaching out and connecting and, and getting rejected. It's going to come in the face of opposition. But I promise you, just like with doing a six-mile run was for me, the more you put in those reps of doing the reps of putting yourself out there, the easier it's going to get. And then so eventually you, it literally physiologically conditions you to be the person who can have, do, and be all that you want to be, do, and have. With that being said, my fellow sovereigns, I hope you love this episode. I hope that this encourages you to to get in your reps, whether it's, you know, hitting the gym to achieve that that goal weight that you want to have or that goal body, that that glow up that you're going for maybe this this upcoming New Year's or whether it's those financial goals or your business goals. Keep putting in the reps. Look at what is really the training that's actually going to produce the outcome that you want that's going to condition you in the right way just like with you know me training for a marathon on an elliptical is not actually training for a marathon because a marathon is done with running so what is it in business where you're trying to do training and maybe you're conditioning something like training running for two hours on the elliptical to train for doing a four-hour marathon or five-hour marathon, yeah, that conditions me in some ways, but it's not the full conditioning. So it, it, I, like by doing that, I would be backing down on the actual conditioning of just running, of getting the steps in. And so where are you backing away from actually doing the thing that gets those steps in, that gets those reps in, that starts to make it easier and easier and easier as you practice and keep going. The key is to keep going, keep deciding, keep leaning in every single damn day, 
keep recommitting to that decision of who it is that you want to be that is the person that has already finished, accomplished, done what it is that you want to do and lean in and do the damn thing today. I hope this inspired you. As always, own your throne, mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and start creating a bigger impact now by sharing this with a friend. Just by doing that one simple act of kindness, you are creating a royal ripple to support more people in their sovereignty. And if you're not already following on social media, connect with me everywhere at crownyourself.now for more inspiration. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules. Because today, you crown yourself.